it against this right back, Charlie. Ian Wright just said there, people deluded, I'm back again. First things first, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. Appreciative to all my long-term supporters. If you're new here, make sure you're subscribed. If you're on YouTube, please do me a favour and smash the like button, people. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you got your notification bells on. Obviously, it's rice, rice, baby time. We've seen over the, uh, you know, the couple last couple of hours, David Ornstein and the rest of the journalists have said Declan Rice has officially been given permission to have his medical and agreement personal terms if he needs to still agree personal terms with Arsenal the key point of that is clearly Arsenal and West Ham have obviously come to an agreement over not only the fee which we know obviously of 105 million but as also you know the makeup and the structure and 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 the timing schedule in when in which when West Ham will be paid their their money I think the first thing I have to do is give credit to Arsenal and specifically Edu and his team I say that because I always say it you know with Mikel Arteta it's easy to see if he's doing a good or bad job we might not see every inner working at the football club but evidently if he wins or loses a game we can judge him appropriately the same with the players we don't have that luxury with Edu and I don't think Edu can win you know people see him post stuff on Instagram he's not doing his job if he doesn't get the Declan Rice deal over the line he's, uh, uh, he has an inability to appropriately equip Mikel Arteta with the tools he needs to push this club on you know some outlets would say we overpaid for Declan Rice they probably are right but what's what single player hasn't but you know uh, City is a different one. They overpaid for Grealish. Unfortunately, this is the market now. You know, there's going to be many a signings. You look at when Kylian Mbappe went to Paris Saint-Germain for all his talent. You look at Vinicius when he initially made the move to Real Madrid. I'm not comparing these players. I'm just saying this is the dynamics for Declan Rice. Obviously, Premier League proven, West Ham captain, European trophy winning captain. One thing I like about him is the leadership qualities he will bring and potentially replace Granit Xhaka in that regards. You know, when you look at his age, he's what, 23, 24, something like that. I banned him into, you know, actually, whether you rate him or not, Kai Havertz, Odegaard at the time of joining our club, Benjamin White off the back of, you know, playing on a couple of loan spells, Ramsdale in that there's a lot of transferable experience. And although in footballing terms, they're young, they're more or less veterans in this team. You know, he immediately improves our, he immediately takes up our midfield up another level. He brings physicality and obviously tenacity. He's got a good technical level. He's not the finished article. And I'm sure Mikel Arteta can add more, you know, add more arrows to his arsenal ironically in that regards and one thing i like about declan rice is he he 
immerses himself fully in the football club. If you lot remember, it's been a great season, not just for West Ham at first team level, but also at under-18s level, where they beat us in the finals of the FA Youth Cup. Who was there? Declan Rice. Who was in the change rooms? Declan Rice. And I think Declan Rice will, will do that, you know, really. You know, Arsenal is a family club, and I think Declan Rice will reflect that. Um, it's nice to obviously keep buying players from the Premier League, and it's nice to get this over the line. Obviously, Kai Havertz, Rice, hopefully we get over the line this week with Timber. And, you know, we can start focusing on some outgoings and some more incomings if and when the case is being said. You know, I think there is a wider discussion to be said as to, you know, I do believe we've improved the team. But have we really, you know, just to play devil's advocate, you know, assuming we didn't sign anyone else. And I know there's several players, their futures are subject to speculation. Obviously, you know, Pepe, Tavares, Cedric, Partey, Xhaka, Tierney, Balogun and Ketty are holding and many other players that I haven't listed, um, have we really improved? You know, does that do these signings make us stronger for the Premier League title challenge? If if that is what we're doing, I believe yes. But you could also don't know. I think I would say yes because I think Declan Rice immediately improves our midfield. I think Timber isn't getting enough hype with Arsenal fans. If I'm completely honest with you, lot I think that is a very good signing for us. Another one who's got a lot of transferable experience and all of that jazz on top of obviously making us a bit better in the, in our defensive options and what Arteta can flirt with deploying um, and things like that. So I think Rice raises up uh, raises us up a level. I think that I think Timber sorry is 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 quite slept on and I think he's going to give us a gear. And I think the one I'm really looking at, if I'm honest with you, lot people. It's Kai Havertz. I'm intrigued because evidently, you know, if you just look at it on face value, you can't really see how Havertz improves Arsenal Football Club. If Arsenal was, if we name our strongest 11 on the night, on the 5th, sorry, of July, does he improve us? Does he take Xhaka's spot on paper? He's still here. Does he take Odegaard's? Does he take Jesus as a false nine? Probably not. Mikel Arteta described him as a midfielder and it's signings like this that are going to define Mikel Arteta. One thing I have, I, I like about it is he's, he's unafraid to make popular decisions. I mean, he's unafraid to make unpopular decisions, you know, moving on from Aubameyang, moving on from Pepe. Obviously, the world wanted Granit Xhaka gone at Arsenal Football Club. Look at when Xhaka was supposed to leave and um, when Arteta first basically walked into now. Um, obviously, he's made some unpopular decisions and they've worked. And uh, to be honest with you, I think there's a good base level in Havertz's game. I think he's got a good technical ability. I think he's got a decent passing range. I think he's decent in tight spaces. I think there's a lot to like. Obviously, he needs to work on staying on side. He makes good runs off the ball, but it's, it's that, that's the one really. 60 Five, 67.5 million quid rise into 70 from Chelsea, where us and United, United have just announced Mount, have probably helped Chelsea with the Caicedo stuff, with the FFP burden, allegedly, and actually to sign a new football club. So, um, to, in Charlesburg, so we're gonna have to see, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I think Declan Rice takes us up a level. I think Timbo is on, is underrated in terms of what he could bring to Arsenal, and I'm intrigued with Havertz because that one's gonna have to have to work. Apologies, people, I've got builders working on the bathroom, so you're gonna allow me. After this week, it'll be done, in it, people? What can I say? Um, so, yeah, man, now we've got a good midfield. Have we, though? I think we do. We've got some good options, you know. If I talk about what I call the 8.5s or, or, or anything like that, you've got... I know the jury's still out on Fabio Vieira, but you've got him who can play as a 10 and an 8. You've got Smith Rowe who can play out wide as a 10 and an 8. You've obviously got Havarts that can play a couple of roles. And you've obviously got Mr. Martin Odegaard. Um, and then you look at our pure options, you've... At, on paper, you've got Declan Rice and Partey. They can be deployed with each other. Rice could play instead of Partey or Granit Xhaka. I think, you know, I, if it was up to me, obviously there's several reasons. And if Arteta wants them to go, he wants them to go. But for me personally, I don't think we should get 
rid of Xhaka or Partey, let alone both. We've got to remember Xhaka's gone from strength to strength since Arteta signed. Partey had a very good season last year, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, and that was our first choice pivot. They've both got a wealth of experience, really. I know Havertz and Rice do as well, but that will be some teething problems, really. Xhaka and Partey have played together for a long time. Rice and Havertz are going to have to learn how they fit into Arsenal individually and collectively with Martin Odegaard. And I think we need options, really, um, if I'm honest. There's going to be games we might need Rice and Part A. It might be a game where it's not really, you know, a football match. We're going to have to fight. We're going to have to slug it out. It's just about physicality. Obviously, if there's games where teams are going to sit off, off us a bit, maybe Arteta can be expansive and deploy all the... You know, the Fabio Vieiras, the Smith Rolls, the Odegaards, the Havarts, and all of these things of this world, people. It's all about options. It's all about having a collective squad. And we're getting that, especially defensively. You know, I hope Tini stays. I don't know what's going to go on with Tini, but you've got Tini, Zinchenko, Tomiyasu, Saliba, Benjamin White, Gabriel. Assuming we sign Timber, Kirior as well. There's some good options there, all at the right side of, you know, right ages and things like that as well. Um, so yeah, some good options really, you know. And I've always said if I could have if I could address if, if I could have my way for Arsenal in the summer transfer window, I would like to bring in a right back and a centre back. Cool Timber can do a bit of both. Um, I'd like to bring in a couple of midfielders. Um, I would like a right winger to provide competition slash uh, a rotation option for Bukayo Saka. I don't know if Reese Nelson's deal has impacted that. And I would like a more physical number nine. That's a bit different to Jesus. That being said, though, obviously for me, we're going to, you know, I, I wouldn't say attacking is not an issue of ours because Arteta famously said we need to be a team that could get 100 goals. We've got 80 odd. We've done well. But I don't know if Odegaard and Martinelli are going to score 15 league goals again. I hope they can. I believe they can. But that was their first standout season. You know, Jesus still ain't got 20-odd goals. I know he was injured, really. Granite Xhaka, if he leaves, we're losing some goals out of there. So I don't know for a fact if they're going to score. You know, Saka is still young and he's probably due an underwhelming season at some point. Touch wood, pause. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But he's the only one that's the closest in terms of goal scoring for Arsenal, where you look at a Kane or a Salah. And what I mean by that is regardless of what happens with with Spurs, as you saw last season, or Liverpool, they're still putting up the numbers. Um, so I wouldn't say scoring goals isn't necessarily an issue of ours, but it isn't really. It's the midfield and the defence. We're going to live or die by that. You know, as much as I like Wenger ball or Teta ball and there's times to deploy it, we do need to probably adapt to the more physical sort of game, the high turnover sort of game that is in the modern day. And it did feel at times last season that as much as I liked what we're doing in the system and stuff, we're indirectly going against the grain in that it's all M NBA, high turnovers, dynamism, covering a lot of blades. It's not really artistry again, really. So we need to adapt. And you did see last season, ironically, when we went to West Ham, Declan Rice showed his physicality. When we went to uh, Everton away, we struggled with physicality there. Southampton, I think there were some psychological issues as well, but we struggled there. We need to adapt to the market, really. And it's nice to see, you know, as long as Declan Rice performs and does, nobody cares about the price tag. You know, all the talk about Grealish last year, no one cares about it in the season that's just gone. Van Dijk, everyone had an opinion. Alisson, the same. Look what they achieved at Liverpool. Hopefully, Declan Rice can be a catalyst in that regards for us and, and, and a signal of intent, really and truly. But Arteta's got to deliver. I'll be real, you know, he spent a lot of money as much as I like Arteta. A lot of money has been spent. You know, there's been a lot of good signings, but there's also been a lot of wrong signings. And not that there's too many people, but in our definitely in our post-Venger stage, he is our first manager, not a head coach like Una Emre. And he's been given the most freedom. You know, you was allowed to give a Bamian a new deal and then turn it up. Expensive mistake in William. Obviously, Lokonga and Tavares didn't work out. What I like about Arteta, the other gambles have paid off keeping Granite Xhaka, bringing in Benjamin White for 50-odd million. I know the jury's still out on Ramsdale and there's a lot he can improve, but you can't sit here and say he's not a good player for us to get it. So 
hopefully with Havertz. And I'm not really, I'm not really stressed about Declan Rice. I think Declan Rice will be a hit. Havertz, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I think there's, I can see the angle Arteta is going with. I'm kind of excited, but I'm also shook if it don't go well. Timbo, I think that's a solid addition, really. And he's just unfortunate. Obviously, Havertz being a Chelsea man is going to get a lot of opinions. Declan Rice, obviously a poster boy for West Ham, captain, the household name in the Premier League. They're not really going to get the hype. Hopefully, you know, we could still get Lavia. I have small hope that somehow we were really just blind optimism that we wake up and Caicedo is arriving at the Emirates as well. Again, smash the like button. Let me know your thoughts, etc., etc. People keep them flowing. Again, without you lot, the platform is dead and appreciative to all of you lot. Arteta has been heavily back time to deliver next season. I hear that. But when we say deliver, what do we mean? Because... Like every Arsenal fan, I want to win the league. You know, I want to win the league. I want to win the champs. Like everyone wants to, but realistically, are we going to win the Champions League? We need to, for me, the minimum, and I'm not trying to put expectations on the floor. You need to get out of the group. You need to beat one of the big teams that we're going to get in the group. You need to get into the last 16 as a minimum. And then as far as we go, as it, that, that's, 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 that's where we go in it really and truly. I would like to bring a cup home, whether that's the League Cup, whether that's the FA Cup. Obviously, I would like to win the Premier League, but you're playing a beast in Manchester City and an even bigger beast in Pep Guardiola. Despite all of that, though, unpopular opinion, I don't think Arsenal didn't win the league last year because of how great City were. It indirectly yes City were experienced they know it's a marathon not a sprint you remember in December Haaland said we're going to hunt them down I think we shot ourselves in the foot I think we, we we dropped the baton out of our own hands because there was games that we didn't need to draw that we drew that we drew we obviously there was games that we were winning and we dropped points and you can't be perfect in the whole season I think towards the end we struggled psychologically I think we we resigned to defeat City away. I think Southampton, we were struggling physically, uh, psychologically going into the game and then it was a bit crazy. Obviously, you know, the, the, I would say the only game I'm really, really 100% disappointed with is, is Everton because we weren't at it. And I don't think we're street smart enough as a, as, a, as a team, really, because we shot ourselves in the foot. You go two goals up at Anfield, you got to bring the, home the three points. Same is said for West Ham. And I think the signs were there. You look at games, you know, there was many games that were one-sided affairs from Arsenal, especially at the Emirates. And I don't want to be a stickler, but we'd win like 3-4-1. But that goal we conceded was unnecessary, really. It's that illusion of perfection that we've got to chase. We need to be mentioned as one of the best defensive sides. Bringing in defenders is one thing. Arteta coaching is another because we have improved in comparison to how we used to be defensively. But title contenders, it's a different gear, really and truly. Again, apologies for the noise. So I think street smartness defensively on the transitions etc that's where we need to improve and even the crazy games man you look at brighton away you look at man united at home you look at aston villa away you look at um you look at bournemouth at home these were games where don't get it twisted couple of get couple of times a season you're going to have these crazy games in it people these crazy games are going to happen that's what football's about but it was probably happening more often than not and when you remove your emotion from it we need to chase the perfection we need to be boring like how we were kind of at the start of the season we're going playing teams blitzing them game's done we keep it moving we need to be boring you know it's not always about how good you are at your best it's also about how you how good you are at your worst you look at a 38 game period for example people now for the majority of it, Arsenal were good. But as you as you heard me say there, the majority, you cannot be perfect for 38 games. City weren't. The Invincibles weren't. Look at the amount of draws. The United treble teams weren't, you know, really and truly. Not a single team was. So while I want to win the Prem and the Champions League, and I think that has to be, again, apologies for the noise, I think that has to be the aspiration. I think we need to kind of really realise where Arsenal are and where we need to go um, and just cool off a bit, man.
A man said, appreciate James for the super chat. Grab yourself a couple Muller rice, bro. This guy, man. Appreciate that, man. Keep your thoughts coming. One love, James, for your consistent support and your five quid, man. One love in advance. Shout out to me for actually commenting as well. What are you lot saying? Good morning to my YouTube mods and everyone else. Hope you're blessed. We're all blessed, man. It's rice, rice, baby time. Shout out the norm, man. Chew a many next dream chasing. I'd love to be wrong and get chew a many, but... Real Madrid would be stupid. I know when you talk about youth projects, definitely in the last 12, 18 months, probably Arsenal is in world football. We're the ones that's doing this youth thing. And it's difficult to say it about Real Madrid with all their stars, but they're doing this youth thing, really. You know, if they sign a Haaland or Mbappe within the next two years or something like that, it's a madness. They're getting Arda Guler, you've got Valverde, you've got Bellingham, you've got Chiuameni, you've got Kamavinga, a couple of other players. Apparently, they're getting all the good lure. I don't know if I just said that. And there's a couple of other players dotted around the team. They'd be stupid to let Chiuameni go. You know, I hope they're able to do that. Hopefully, you know, Odegaard V2 could happen. Od going back to what I said, Odegaard's another one as well, because I know Odegaard had a decent year in Holland before he signed for Arsenal, but people weren't really convinced with Odegaard. People definitely weren't convinced on him when he joined us in January for six months. Now, look, he's our captain. In a day and age where we've spent over 100 million on Declan Rice and there's crazy fees e everywhere, you know, looking at Arsenal, 50 million off the back of one Premier League season for Benjamin White, Declan Rice, 105 odd million quid. And there's been other things, bro. I, I don't think people are understanding how much of a deal that is Odegaard for 30 million euros. Real Madrid, boy, I don't know what you was on. I'm not going to say you miss him, but yeah, man, new trim looking fresh. He's actually like two weeks old or something, but. You know, it's lit. Good looks sold separately, though. Big up Zim's Muller. Make sure you're following him on Twitch, people. Really good football manager, content creator. Second best football manager, content creator. I won the treble, but still. Now let's get you a many and Laporte. I mean, I'm having Laporte every day of the week. Quality player, but, you know, we've just spoken about you many. Laporte, I'm having him because he's better than Kirio, for example, respectfully. But if we're going to bring another centre-half, Surely it's more of a right-sided centre-half. I know we've got technically on pa on paper, probably not going to be here, or I don't know, but you've got Rob Holding, you've got Saliba, Timber can play there, assuming we get that one over the line, and you have got Benjamin White. Um, so you could bring it in, but I just don't see us signing another left-sided centre-back for some reason. You've got Kirio, you've got Gabriel. I just think that would be it, really. And for Laporte, you know, I, he just strikes me as someone that just wants to return back to Spain or something, if I'm honest with you. Um, I'm having him, though. I'm having him, though. Not against this right back, Charlie. <laughs> the most impressive thing for me about Deck, a big up Gary as well, is his performances for England. He's undroppable for England's midfield. That says it all. England got some quality in midfield. You're right. I would say if I had to break it down for me with Declan Rice, is his durability. Hopefully there's no Arsenal tax, but he's fit all the time. And also his leadership quality. So I'm with that, man. The first 11 is actually an Arteta team with no Wenger players. We know that. Obviously, Arsene Wenger left time ago, really. But, you know, Arsene Wenger is the reason Arteta gets to benefit from the fruits of his labour. He's the one that went through the austerity measures so that we're in a position now where we're spending this money for Declan Rice. And you'll see in the Bakayo Sackers, the Smith Rolls, the Balligans, the Enketias, the Nelsons, all of these academy guys coming through. Wenger walked. Better yet, Wenger, Wenger ran, sprinted, so these lot could do their thing, really. And there's rumours Arsene Wenger on that topic, um, apparently, is going to get a statue and, you know, I'm no Arteta's 
rub shoulders with a lot of managers throughout his time, but that's a former Wenger player, you know. Arsenal is firmly being shaped in Wenger's image, and I hope he's somewhere wherever he is, you know, in his in his office for FIFA smiling, man. Shout out, Grandad. Geez, big up, DG. Even though we got Rice and Havertz and we are close to get Timber, the business shouldn't be over. But knowing the history of Arsenal's transfer business is going to end now. I don't know. It does seem, based on what you read, that maybe some other additions are dependent on certain individuals leaving. Uh, again, I don't personally, I don't think we're going to sign a winger. I don't see us bringing in a striker. Just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Wouldn't mind Balogun getting an opportunity, even though he's not the physical guy I'm looking for. Um, I, I, I hope I hope it's not done, in it? But at least we've done the bulk of the business early. So we give ourselves time to sort out outgoings and potentially bring in some players to this football club, really. Based on, you know, the last week, regardless of the Timber stuff, we've been relinked with Ivan Fresnedar, relinked with Cancelo, linked with Sasha Boy already, linked with Hendricks. One would imagine maybe we're bringing in another fullback, really. So, yeah. And also going back to the depth thing, you've got Tommy Asu who can play all across the defence as well. I need Tommy Asu to have a good season, man, because I love the guy. I, I think, you know, the games where... You know, it's not really for inverted stuff and passing and stuff like that. He's required and we need a squad, isn't it? You know, Arsenal fans and football fans do it all the time. You know, every player that isn't playing, Arteta Ar 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 doesn't rate them. They need to leave. We need a squad. And, you know, we're getting better players. And last time I checked in football, only 11 players can start X amount on the bench. Make sure Arteta utilises you really and truly. And the better players we have, the stronger we are to go for all comps, really, because... You know, I want to bring the FA Cup home. Like I, again, like ever since we've won that under Arteta, I don't think we've given ourselves a good account of ourselves. Also, that's our trophy. You think of the FA Cup, you unfortunately think of Man United. I say unfortunately because it's them, and you think of Arsenal. We need to be bringing that home. City need to just rent that for a year. League Cup. Anytime you're getting a new squad and things, you want to win anything. Of course, I want to win the champ champs in the Premier League, but. You know, it requires a lot. Um, you know, regardless of what City are doing, for us to win the Premier League, we can't just waffle about what we're good at as a football club. We need to take the good and make it great. The evident areas of improvement need to improve a tenfold. And also, I do think in, in, in life, people underestimate the psychological factors of football, which obviously led to our demise at the end of last season and will be, you know, a big thing in the Champions League. When you're rocking up to Bayern Munich and not even the Bayern Munich, if you're going Red Star and if they are in the Champions League and all these difficult away grounds, you're going to need to put up a shot and also we don't know what the landscape of the league is gonna is gonna say i would say for me top three finish as a minimum of course i want to be top of the top three if that makes sense um we don't know what the dynamics of the Premier League is going to be saying. You know, Chelsea, I'm sure Chelsea have previously won a Premier League title when they've had no Europe. So you can't underestimate that. Liverpool don't need to take the Europa League seriously until after the group stages. So they got the luxury of rotation. Arsenal, Newcastle and Manchester United people, we've all got Champions League football. So there's a need for rotation and it's going to be testing. If we've got, I don't know, on Saturday... I don't know. What, what's the team we can say? If we've got City on Saturday and we've got a must-win Champions League game on Tuesday and Wednesday, then there's not too much days for recovery. Arteta's going to make have to make a decision. Uh, I actually like how Arteta has rotated at times, or better yet, kept the same team, because I think you need to do that. I think these players need to play because um, we need to win games. I think these players want to play. But there is a need... I would say once you get into the turn of the new year towards the end of the season, so like the end of 2023, 24, now you need to start being cute and clever with rotating as players look a bit gassed out, injuries, suspensions, all of these sort of things. And we're just going to have to see. We can't predict the future, but what we can try and do is be well equipped for whatever eventuality happens in it, people, really and truly. And you're right, E-man. Rice, Timber and Havertz getting ready for preseason is good news. The quicker they're in, quicker they can integrate in what Arteta demands of them individually and collectively. Bob's your uncle. We saw 
what Jesus and uh, yeah, Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko we saw on top of them obviously being Premier League proven players and good players and raising the system and stuff. What getting them in early did for us, and ultimately what you know having a good preseason, getting in players early. You saw how that benefited us, you know, from the start of the season last year. So yeah, Saliba, Saka, Martinelli, Nelson, Odegaard, Rice, Havertz, Timber has technically been our dealings for players with Pablo Marie and Ainsley Maitland now's leaving. I'd be surprised if we don't see four to six players leave. It all depends, man, because you 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 might be reliant for some players. Arsenal might say the offers are not good enough for some players. They might want to run down their deals. You know, maybe there's for all the interest from clubs being interested and putting down offers are good are are are, are very two different very thing two very different things. So we'd have to see. You know, I'd say the big one. Obviously, this week is around Granite Xhaka and Partey. Um, I think it's a thing with the Granite Xhakas, the Parteys, the Tierneys, Balligans, these kind of guys. I think that Arsenal don't want to sell them, but for one reason or another, there's a price that they might go for. Obviously, the Pepes of this world, the Tavareses, the Cedrics, the Holdings, unfortunately, I say unfortunately for Holding because he's not very good, but I like him. Um, their days appear numbered, you know, we're just going to a level that you can't be a part of really. And, you know, again, next season, I don't want to write off anyone, but I love Smith Rowe, but we need to stay fit and, and stake a claim for your shirt or we're going to have to revisit that. The same is said for Tommy Asu and Tierney, if they do stay at the club as well. Um, and a couple of others, you know, Fabio Vieira, you were just bought for 20 odd million quid in the last couple of, you know, windows. You've seen players that can occupy similar positions, you know, uh, Trossard can play out wide. So that Fabio Vieira out wide stuff isn't going to bang. Obviously, you can play as an eight on paper. You've got Xhaka there. You've got Havertz now. You've got Declan Rice there. You've got Smith Rowe and Odegaard and, and all of these sort of things now. So you're going to have to fight for your spot. And I would say, you know, I'd love for Lokonga to wake up and look like the next Yaya Toure. Then maybe we wouldn't be so on signing, Havertz, no, signing Lavia and Kaiseido. But yeah, and I would say for Arsenal, sometimes we've got to know when to nip things in the bud. Not every signing that we persist with is going to be great. Not every signing deserves to be, you know, cut short really so we're gonna have to see and hopefully edu can get some significant players out the window so that maybe we can reinvest or just look after the bank balance can't wait to hear rice holding the shirt saying he started supporting arsenal from watching runnison i forgot runnison was there we've got Jorginho too another forgotten man you'd imagine Jorginho el nene potentially parte and if Xhaka stays i think they'll all be gone next summer or at least two to three of the four I know, to be fair, Jorginho does have an option of another year. Think Rice, Havertz, Timber are great signings. Agree would keep Xhaka and Pai this year and let them both go next year. I kind of want us to do with them two what we did with Tierney and Tomiyasu in that, you know, naturally because we're trying new things, you just become rotation options, which you're not bad players. I can't wait for Smith Road to shine. DG having a jacuzzi and living it large. I wish, I wish, I wish. We need a lot more subscribers, a lot more views, a lot more engagement levels. Smash the like button and we might just get a jacuzzi and you'll all be invited if, uh, in fact. For the mandem, we're going to have to tailor that. All the galley in the world are allowed to arrive. Sort entertainment disclaimers and that. I would want us to get to the quarterfinal minimum goal for it. You never know in the champs. I hear that, but... And you're right, because if I'm honest, one pet peeve with Arteta, I think we've... I don't want to say embarrassed ourselves, but I've been very disappointed with the knockout stages of the Europa League. You know, the Villarreal's last season against Sport in Lisbon, Olympiacos comes to mind. I think we've been naive across two-legged ties, and I think Arteta needs to learn that. But for Arteta, for a lot of these players, you know, they're breaking their Champions League virginity, essentially. You know, Xhaka and Partey probably forgot what it felt, like, assuming they're here, what it felt like to be in the Champions League. So I have to temper my expectations a bit. And even when we is winning games in the Premier League and running away with it, there are some naiveties that we've shown that against the better teams in the Prem, 
and obviously in the Champions League, much less the latter stages, they will lead to your demise. We need three more signings. And, and, and again, if you're in the Champions League, you're in it to win it. Again, apologies for the noise. Absolutely, DG. We scored 88 goals in the Prem, but drew and lost games from winning positions that cost us the title. We're starting to address this with Rice and Timber. Amen there. Do you think we are going to buy a striker? Um, in, I think you mean buy a striker. I don't actually, but I hope so. Kudos to Edu and Arteta, to be fair, managed to get our star players to sign new contracts, plus spend 200 million before July, ready for pre-season. A good start so far, but more work needed. Eman, you said it there. There's nothing more I can say there. Completely agree. We shot, our, we shot ourselves in the foot. We handed the title to City. They didn't even have to work for it because that's the experience factor. And hopefully, with one more year, we remember how it felt. You know, hopefully, you know, we missed out on the Champions League the year before the Prem that's just gone. We learned our lessons. We go again. Hopefully, that logic sees us win the Premier League title. But City are experienced. They knew, not that you can mess about, but you can make kind of, in the first half of the Premier League season, you can draw dumb games and lose dumb games and kind of wait for you to come into form. Once it gets to the business and like you saw, we didn't react really and truly, or we struggled to arrest it. You know, we needed to bounce back some, something we was actually doing a lot, uh, in the first half of the season last year. So they knew that we were, you know, Pep knew, the coaching staff knew, the players who have won league titles, they knew really. But hopefully we can improve, man. We need another striker for sure. I'm just not sure because Havertz can play as a false nine. Trossard can play as a false nine. Martinelli can play as a false nine. Just got Jesus into the club. Still got Eddie and Ketier. He signed a new deal. Who knows if he stays. Balogun's there as well. I don't know if Balogun's able to replicate what he did in France, but I'd love to see the Alien boy get a chance. The Anfield game will haunt me. I actually thought we were going to do it. I think we all did. I will say this. Dem deliver talk. The Cronkays gave the Denver Nuggets coach six to seven years to build his team and win the NBA championship. I would doubt the Cronkays are thinking into a rush mentality. I don't think they will as well because City are the biggest and baddest. Not, I'm not saying this as a, as a, as a, as a reason to keep Arteta, but if we came second again last year, let's just say we came second again and we didn't win a trophy. Would you sack Arteta really? Depending on the context, would you sack him really? And if you do sack him and... I don't, I'm not saying this as a reason to keep the man, but who are you going to bring in, really? I, I like what Arteta is doing. I just think, like the players, there's things he can improve at. I would say rotation when rotation's needed. Uh, some, you know, for, I would say also, as much as I like the system he's got, if you're, and I think it's solid foundations, if your system goes down the toilet, if Saliba is not there, or Zinchenko's not there, or Xhaka's not there, is it the strongest of 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 of, of systems and managing multiple comps. I don't think we handled the sport in Lisbon two-legged ties. Speaking on Arteta, I don't think we handled that correctly enough. Um, I don't think we gave a good account of ourselves in the FA Cup. Fair enough, we went out to City League Cup. All right, cool. It's, it only really matters if you win. Uh, the Prem, we exceeded expectations of a, set, of a sense, but this season is going to be very different because people are expecting Arsenal to be part of the chase impact. We've got 86 likes. Appreciate you if you've hit the like button, people. Come on, let's run that up, man. If we go out in the round of 16, as long as we don't get 10 to aggregate like we did against Bayern, I don't want to see that kind of performance. Amen. And I don't want to qualify for the competition for the sake of it, but we need to consistently qualify for the Champions League now or we're going to be in the same scenario we found ourselves in where Cron Josh Cronke came out and said, some I can't remember it word for word, but we've got a, we've got a Champions League, well, we've got Champions League wages on the Europa League budget, you know, obviously committing, like somebody said there, you know, we've given Saka, Saliba, Martinelli new deals, Nelson and Ketty and Ramsdale have also signed new deals. You'd imagine Odegaard and Benjamin White join such people. We've brought in Rice and Havertz and Timber. 
And obviously on paper, we've still got Partey, still got Xhaka, still got Pepe. Obviously, I don't, I very much doubt Tavares, Lokonga and Cedric and people of that ilk, uh, Runison, are earning big, big money in comparison to some of their teammates. But we've got to watch our finances, really, or we could be in the same scenario. This is why it's imperative to, 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 to do what we're doing. And for me... I want us to be ready. I'll be real. I want us to be ready from the moment Pep, Pep leaves City because then I think it's open season. I think City will still be up there. I think they'll still challenge. But Pep is, on top of the resources and the great team City have, Pep is just a madman. Like, if he leaves, I think it's open season. You look at United under Ten Hag, they're moving in the right direction, but they're not as ahead of their project as we are. Chelsea, Pochettino's just walked in the door. Liverpool, Klopp, obviously, Klopp can get it back cooking very quickly, but they're in a bit of a transitional phase. We're probably the most ahead, really and truly. So we need to take advantage and be ready to strike and take advantage of such. We do need to improve our home form. We're a bit weird, man, in that, you know, there's always seasons where we're either great at home, terrible away. And we was, to be fair, we was decent at home, but I'd say the games excluding Aston Villa and Brighton, we was more switched on and it was more cleaner performances away from home. At home was them emotional games, you know, Liverpool, Man United, Bournemouth. These, we, You know, we need to kind of cut that out as much as we can. Big up yourself, DG. The general consensus is that we suffered from burnout in the last quarter of the season. I think mental burnout, physical burnout, naiveties and inability to react to obviously losing games, a bit of inexperience, uh, ultimately just crumbling. I think it's a cocktail way of, of all of them, if I'm honest with you, really. But it's all a learning curve. Havertz, Rice, Odegaard, how does that midfield look, DG? I can't lie. I'm, I'm with it for certain games. It is the hope that kills. Got to be fully optimistic and we're doing a treble. We're getting the right players in the right team. I hope that. I hope so. I just believe in being level-headed. Let's just apply ourselves and focus on what we're doing. And if we do that, we're able to strike and take advantage. We didn't say we're going to win the Prem. We didn't ask to be in a Premier League title challenge last season. We didn't ask for the media to say that. But we took care of business, had a good pre-season, arresting some of the problems in our game. And we ran with it, winning games. Other teams are doing what they're doing. We found ourselves in that. That's the sort of mentality we have to do. Even though we've improved defensively, there were many problems going all the way back to Leicester at home, second game of the season. It was there the whole season. You're right as well. It's dumb goals. Wouldn't mind Chiuameni on loan. Chiuameni, Elise, and another striker, Watkins maybe. I don't think we'll get Chiuameni. Elise has just suffered an injury, so I, I think he'll stay at Palace, if I'm honest with you. This team, this project is about to go bang. Last year was the appetizer. I hope so. Our squad is so exciting right now. Do we even have a starting 11 player who's older than 25? On paper, Partey and Xhaka. And to be fair, maybe someone's just crept into that barrier as well. Laporte to replace. Holding Musiala next year would love it, but you got to be crazy to leave Bayern. All eyes on Real and Mbappe. Would you give Pepe one more season? I like Pepe, so I'm inclined to say yes, because I think there is a talent there. I think you have performed under Arteta and maybe, you know, you could be a decent squad player that, you know, we're going to have you for at least a year, so we might as well utilise you. On the other hand, if I'm honest with you, he's contracted until 2024. Radio silence in relation to a new deal. I think that tells you everything. Obviously, he was shipped out on loan last year. Didn't pull up any trees at Nice. He's on big money. So I think it's, 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 it's time done, isn't it? Partey out, Lavier in would be nice. Another fullback, another forward and getting out the deadwood. Then we're in an amazing position. Is Mbappe a real possibility? Shh, I, you, you can do anything in this life, right? But uh, Mbappe to Arsenal, I don't know, man. Yeah, Tommy Asu made a wrong pass against City. 
you know, he did great against Salah. I'm not going to kill a man for an individual mistake because Tommy Asu's good, but I just think he had an underwhelming season. With reports saying Arteta wants Timber being his first choice right back, which centre-back partnership do you think Arteta will choose? In my opinion, I think he'll go with White and Gabriel. We need a couple, really. You know, we can't really get fixated. You look at City, they have a couple of them. I'd be inclined to believe Saliba and Gabriel would be it, but if Benjamin White can steal Saliba's place or Gabriel's, then it's all right in that regard. I still think Benjamin White will get a lot of game time at fullback. Um, but yeah, if Timber's going to be his first choice, you know, and we're going to make Timber do the inverted thing like Zinchenko, bring it. As I said in a previous stream, if you're coming into this club, go and take someone's spot. If you're already starting for this football club, don't let it be you who loses that spot. There's better players arriving and we've only got 11 players who can start. Make sure it's not you who misses out, really. If everybody's doing that, then we're in a great position. As much as there's, I love the togetherness and the huddles and, you know, the, the, the club across all aspects are doing me proud. From guys, people like yourselves, us fans, to the culture staff, to the everything, we finally got our identity back. But as much as I like that, we're not here to make friends. We're not here to make family. We're here to win games and ultimately trophies. So we're going to have to see what's going on. The Prem is becoming seriously competitive. Now Villa are making big moves with Monchi's new sporting director. It's peak for Spurs. Glad we ain't battling for fifth, sixth anymore. You never know. Anything can happen in life, man. I'd like to keep partying. Laporte is slow on the turn, lacks pace, and I think he's the weakest centre-back at City. There's a reason why Pep plays a kanji over him. They paid a higher fee for Laporte, not an improvement or competition. DG, would you have preferred Shabozlai or Havertz? I have to say I would have preferred Shabozlai, but will support Havertz, still pray fires. You said it there, of course. If you offered me both, I would have said, you know what, bring me Shabozlai. But hopefully Arteta, being the man he is, he's got something for us. Give Balogun his chance, sell Eddie and Ketia. Can we still have Cancelo? I mean, I'm all on it, but... You really think about it, you know, how many, you know, how many, how much players can really play? You've got Timber and Benjamin and Benjamin White fighting for right back. You've got Tommy Asu over there as well, also at left back. Uh, Cancelo would be another one in 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 amongst the two. So you'd want you'd, you'd somewhat wonder. You'd you'd imagine Cancelo's gonna go to like Spain or something. I don't know. This is just yeah, man. With Arteta in Europe, he didn't respect the competition. Next season, he's got to respect it and start the best players and tell the team to put 100% effort. I hear that. Uh, I don't think we'll do a watch-along for England-Israel, but I will be watching it because I'm only saying that because I'm pretty sure I'll be playing football manager. It kicks off at 5.30. No point in sacking Arteta, one of the best young coaches in the world, building his squad and learning on the job, but still doing well. Even if we finish sixth this season, I wouldn't want him sacked. It all depends on the context. Do you think we'll win the Community Shield? I hope so, but we'll have to deal with that next month. Don't be surprised if Sinchenko starts games in midfield next season. I genuinely will be surprised. Pepe in the nine. Nah, 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 nah. Jesus, I want to bring in a proper striker. Balogun or Eddie, you lot can stay and be utilised if we don't bring in a proper striker because you lot are strikers. You know, you've got Jesus, you've got them. Martinelli, Trossard, now Havertz if required. You could do the false nine thing. If a next striker, if someone that's going to play up front arrives to the club, I'd like them to be a striker, not... I can play everywhere. You're a striker. You want to score goals sort of thing. When Pep leaves, Arteta is next in line, I believe. This, I mean, Pep, I mean, Arteta, sorry, he's been linked with Paris Saint-Germain, linked with Barcelona, linked with Real Madrid. City probably had him earmarked to take the job. I mean, it, it's going, you know, good players and good managers always wanted, really and truly. So it is what it is. Firmino's gone to Saudi Arabia. There's also talk around Mane doing that. How many games are you going to try to go to this season? As many as possible. But then who's going to do the watch-alongs, eh? 
as many as possible, man. But as you've seen last season, Arsenal tickets are like gold dust now. You really struggle to 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 source such. We've got 105 likes. When we get to 100 and you know, let's say 115, 115, we'll look at the current news and stuff. Keep your opinions coming. As usual, you lot make the platform where it is. I can't blame Firmino for going to Saudi Arabia. Get money, man. You've won all there is to win in, in the European game. Go get some money. Surely a little £50 million bid for Tony would make sense. Obviously, he's got the ban in it, really. Who knows? You might be able to offer Eddie or Balogun his makequates in that or some other players. He's in Division 2. I don't even know how the Saudi world, how the Saudi league works, but if he's in the second division, that's mad. But what I would say, the cha-cha-ching. There's rumours about um, Mane going over there. There's rumours about... Uh, what's his name, man? His name's escaping me now. Thiago Alcantara um, going over there. His team got relegated. The bag, man. Them men are going for the bag. I can't blame them. Generational wealth. With the possibility of losing both Granite and Partey, is a midfield of Havertz, Rice, Odegaard, Jesus, El Nene, Jorginho and Vieira enough? I'd take Lavia, but I think we need at least one more. I think we do. There's also no tax in Saudi Arabia. Serious bread. Bro, go make money, man. A football career is short. And my, when you, you like some of you just said, Mendy, Thiago, uh, Mane, Firmino, them, Ronaldo, them and have won it all really and truly. Can they, bro, go get some money. How much do you think the outgoing players would be sold for? I don't really know really and truly, man. You you see, when you look at someone like Balogun, everything, it's, it's various reports, it's 35 to 50 million. I don't think, unless you sell him to a Premier League club, you're going to get 50 million for Balogun and it's got nothing to do with his ability. Uh, Pepe, probably not going to get anything too significant. You'd be lucky to probably get 10 million because of his wages. Part A, you probably get about 30. So that's a 15 million pound hit. You know, we're hearing the Granite Xhaka thing is for 21 and a half million quid. So that's that. We've obviously got 6 million for Pablo Marie's move to, to Monza. Austin Trusty probably goes for literally a couple of million if and when he leaves. The same goes for Patino as well. Cedric, Probably not going to get that much. It's just about getting him off the wage bill. I don't know if Lokonga or Tavares are going to get permanent offers or just loans. You hear 10 million for Rob Holding. Let's go, man. Newcastle won't reach Nelson. Well, he looks to have signed a new deal. If they want him, give us some of that Saudi money you got over there. I see you with Gamares and Tanali and Isaac and all these guys. Bring stuff. But Nelson looks like he's staying. I have a strong feeling we're going to let Pepe walk for free. I mean, we're at everything's up for debate with Pepe. Do you let him go for free? Do you rip up his contract? Do you let him go out on loan again? Where ideally you don't want to see that, but you might get a couple of million in a loan fee, uh, a couple of million in a loan fee. You probably pay 50, 60% of his wages, which is better than 100%. And then that's it, it is what it is. Trust in Xhaka's number. I'm not sure, man. If you're talking about Trossard playing eight, I know some Arsenal fans tried to run that. It's not going to bang. I mean, Odegaard was linked with Paris Saint-Germain, but, you know, in, talk, in line with uh, alleged contract talks, it's a silly season, isn't it, really? Some, some outlets actually say keep an eye on Jao Felix to Arsenal. I think Arteta is planning to switch Benjamin Blanco to defensive mid as well as centre-back. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, you know. Do what you want with... This, you know, the Martinelli's, the Trossarts, the, the Zinchenko's, the Timbers, the Benjamin Whites and the Tommy Asu's players that can actually do it. It's when you've got Cedric playing left back, William playing as a false nine. When you've got them, pardon my French, crap players doing that stuff, that's where I have an issue. Multifunctional players. Again, we're not City and our players are not City. Um, and I think the difference is when you look at City, their players had defined roles and they're playing elsewhere. Our players are still discovering themselves. But 
maybe not, well, obviously not now. They've got Haaland, but you've seen Gundogan players of false nine and all over midfield. You've seen the same with Kevin De Bruyne. You've seen Bernardo Silva play all about the place. You've seen John Stones play all about the place. You've seen Rodri play little bits and pieces of different roles as well. Obviously, Jesus and Zinchenko, who could be added to that. When they were over them sides, the same logic was said as well. So, yeah, man, keep getting get it done really get it done who wouldn't be interesting off topic do you think Chelsea have been let off the hook considering they spent 600 million in one season and could spend another 300 million yet no one is calling them out like they have to challenge unlike us well yeah because you want consistency you know they said we're penny pinching with our first bid for Declan Rice they didn't say that with City but I do think and I'm not saying you I think too many Arsenal fans young or old give a crap about what the media say i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's acceptable but we know there's never going to be consistency in 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 how they talk about us we know they don't like us it's not their job to like us we like us it's a siege mentality if you don't throw the a's up f you really and truly they don't like us forget it. and i do think some arsenal fans behave like babies like always looking to at these these social media outlets and highlight their inconsistencies which isn't wrong but you're forgetting Arsenal is free engagement. Clicks equal people paying bills on social media and things like that. That's why you've got the platforms like TalkShite, like Sky Sports and things. Last year, oh, we don't know Tommy Asu's best position and Benjamin White overpaying and this and that. This, But they know Arsenal are going to give them free clicks. I would say Arsenal and United fans need to learn to stop feeding into these stuff. And I'm not saying this right, but forget them, man. They didn't, they, they're going to talk about us and they're the first to gas things up. But you're right, really. So, yeah, in relation to the outgoing players, you, I'm not too sure, man. It's got to come down to how good you can hustle, essentially. Love listening to you, DC. I don't know who DC is, but I'm sure he's decent. But I appreciate that, Lennox. Unpopular opinion here. If I couldn't get 10 million for Pepe, he holds the bench all year and comes on as an impact sub. Bro, someone take Cancelo from us, but I would be more than happy. Exactly. Dons are playing everywhere, really. Easily baited. This is the thing, really. Would you take Timber? Come on now. Of course, he's signing for us, isn't it? So, yeah, Xhaka sell be a good indication of how well we sell the rest. Uh, yes and no. I think everybody's situation is different. For some players, there might be a willingness for Arsenal to bite the bullet. What I would say, you know, with, with the Patanos, with the Brooknell and Coffees, if he leaves, with the Austin Trustees, with the Balogun's, I want to see us be a bit tougher because they all, they all carry resale value. You know, if, Balogun, if we sell Balogun and he has an underwhelming season last year, it looks like next year, sorry, looks like we finessed. If he goes on to have a great season like he did this year and laying down the market, then there's an issue. So we need to put on, if you could, get a decent fee, get a decent sell-on clause. If you can, I know we don't really do the buyback clause thing, but get a buyback clause thing. And even when we get that, we didn't, we didn't, you know, use it when it came to Cesc Fabregas and Ismail Benassio. So yeah, man. Do you think Havertz will play as a 10 at times? But I'd imagine he's going to play as an 8. I do want to see Odegaard actually play as an 8, as I've been saying. Would you have Timber's twin player midfield? Ah, Arteta chatted to me about him. He looks a bit rubbed. The person who first called Timber said that the Timber deal was done, so let's get it done. Road to 60,000. Let's get the likes up, DG Nation. Let's go, Peter. You're far too kind. Trust me, some Arsenal fans love playing the victim card. Everyone knows that Arsenal is the Mandem club plus the culture team. Everyone's going to talk about the team, which is about them teams, which is United and Arsenal. There you have it, man. Like, they're always going to talk. They're never going to want to judge us. And, you know, they, they, they criticised the project initially. They saw us winning some games last year. They were billing us as the biggest and baddest. And then they said the same things. They don't even believe half the things they say. We live in a day and age where making outrageous takes gets attention. It's not about speaking facts. You see it with content creators. You see it on platforms. You know, you see it with certain platforms where there might be an hour-long podcast, for example. Um, but there'll be a 30 seconds which could be taken out of context. They'll clip that up. 
and then you're trending online, that filters some clicks back, bills are paid, engagement levels, it is where it is. Until we get into a society where it's less about outrageous takes, and then, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. Look at that Rory, someone who I used to do content with. Look at Rory, the Chelsea fan. I very much doubt he believes half the bull, but BS, I don't want to swear, half the BS he says. You know, you really, I don't even think he believed what he said about Haaland. I don't like to talk about these sort of things. Do you think he cares? That's why he's on Talk Shack, because they know he's going to bring engagement levels and he knows you're going to get clicks. This is what the people them do. This is the society. And unfortunately, until we learn to ignore these things, which is never going to happen, this is what is what we're going to see really and truly, if I'm completely honest. So, yeah, man, we have to see. Sorry, people, I'm just making a note. I don't know about the Frimpong deal. I never knew about that. We definitely need a top-class striker to compete with the Barca and Madrids of the Champions Leagues. What are your thoughts? I would like a striker. Goals win games, in it? Smash the like button, James. You're far too kind. We just focus on ourselves. Like George Graham used to say, bro, they, they're supposed to not like us. We're Arsenal, you know? Nobody liked the Invincibles. You know, nobody liked the, the United teams. No one liked Jose Mourinho and the Chelsea teams. No one likes anyone that achieves any sporting greatness. They might admire you. They might give you your flowers. I, do, I can't imagine why, but I'm pretty sure not everybody universally likes Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo or Neymar or things like that. People didn't like Mayweather or Mohamed Dali and things like that. They don't need to like us. They don't even need to respect us. We just need to do what we're doing. We're here to put down a marker. Absolutely, DG. We live in a world of misinformation. Unfortunately, that's why we're here. Brighton interested in Balogun. Would you bid 65 million and Caicedo for Balogun? Probably want to chop a bit more off that, you know, penny pinch bid, 35 million plus Balogun. If we rate him at 35 million quid, that's a bid, a deal worth 70 odd million, right? Try squeeze it all the way to 50. But I, I would more want to sell Balogun outright rather than use him as a make weight. I'd more want to throw an Eddie and Ketty or a Nelson into that or a Smith Rowe on loan, even though I don't really want to go with that. I don't really think Rice is worth that amount, but most seem to... To, to do, I hope I'm wrong about him. He's not worth it. You know, very few players are worth their price tag. Benjamin White weren't worth 50 million at the time of buying him. But as you come, do the job. Nobody cares. I don't know what other transfers we have. We're going to have to wait and see, really and truly. You know, we haven't really been linked with different names that are not the Timbers, the Lavias, the Rices, the Havarts, Caicedo links started initially. They're gone. We've been linked with Hendricks. Um, the German fullback. Where do you stand on Tierney? I want him to stay. Flying Scotsman. I think there's games where you need an out and out defender, really and truly. But if I'm him, you probably do need to seek leaving because you know there's been times where Kirill's played left back and Tomiassi's played left back. So where are you in the grand scheme of things? Frimpong would be a massive signing, great offensive power. Fair enough. Keep your thoughts coming. Jordan Henderson, Coutinho, Mane, Abamian, Morata, all linked to Gerrards. You know, I can't say that. I mean, no disrespect, but that's that's what they're doing, isn't it? You know, Saudi Arabia looks like the new Chinese league. Go and make yourself some money, really. You know, uh, the only guy vex is Hakim Ziyech because that move didn't bang. We've got 122 likes. Keep hitting the like button. A promise is a promise. Let's actually look at time is flying. Let's actually look at what is being said in the papers and that people. One second. Give me a sec. Just making a timestamp. Let's share my screen with you lot and let's get into it, man. Arsenal and West Ham finally reached full agreement over Declan Rice's £105 million move with England's star to have his medical this week ahead of being unveiled, people. Rice is set to undergo a medical before completing his transfer to Arsenal. The Gunners have agreed to pay the fee in free instalments to West Ham. Personal terms of a minimum £250,000 per week have already been agreed. He'll undergo... Sorry, people, let's cut that for a sec. 
Uh, West Ham captain Declan Rice will undergo a medical ahead of completing his move to Arsenal after the two clubs reached full agreement over his protracted move. The two London teams had been haggling over the payment structure linked to the 100 million guaranteed portion of the fee, but the clubs have now settled on the fee being paid in three installments over 24 months, with Rice now to undergo a medical ahead of signing his contract. Personal terms of a minimum of 250 grand per week have already been agreed. So yeah, man, we're getting over the line. The finer details of the deal have taken longer than expected to be confirmed but as we reported the daily mail the transfer was 90 percent completed on monday with the remaining formalities now tied up tied up the gunners are also uh, set to complete a 40 million pound switch for timber from ajax arsenal are planning for the dutchman's medical to take place by the end of the week so two players set to take their medicals hopefully they join kai havertz through the door arsenal will allow Xhaka to leave for buying leverkusen for 21 and a half million once rice is on board um as you know, we spent 65 million on Havarts people. So we'll have to see what's going on there, really and truly. Um, so yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Carrying on that again, Declan Rice is uh heading for Arsenal, heading to Arsenal for a medical after the payment structure has been agreed, said Sky Sports. Again, we will pay the initial 100 million over two years. One source told Sky Sports he rice will have his medical this week ahead of signing a new long-term deal. As we know, he'll be a British transfer record, um, not only our biggest signing, but the most expensive British player. So we'll have to see, and we all know he'll well, he'll have to bring something really and truly. What'll be the point of signing him? Uh, I just want to see if there's any other details we've missed out. As we know, people keep Keeping the payment structure on a tight schedule will help West Ham's financial position. They were angling for 100 million to be paid by the end of 2024, but it's understood that a compromise has been reached on the summer of 2025 as the date for the final payment. So shout out to our negotiating teams and Eddie for getting this over the line. West Ham were placed on UEFA's FFP watch list last September. Allegedly, allegedly Manchester City targeted Rice after Gundogan departed the club. We already know we've had two bids rejected and we know City decided to walk away. They were unwilling to get into a bidding war, people. So yeah, while Rice was open to joining City, Arsenal were always his favourite choice. The England international admires Arteta's football and is believed to have agreed personal terms um, on a long-term deal already. Arteta has gone to great lengths to woo Rice and believes that his physicality and leadership will give Arsenal a better chance of ending City's dominance of the Premier League. We could also bring in another midfielder and are interested in Lavia, who is valued by Southampton at 45 million quid. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United all hold an interest in the individual as well. Again, Ornstein reported this last last night, people over, you know, getting the new details out about Declan Rice and getting this move over the line. You know, I dream of a world where we'll just wake up. We bidded for Declan Rice tomorrow. We'll sign him. This has been a long dragged out saga, but at least we're over the line. Arsenal are prepared to schedule medical tests for Rice this week, says Romano. After agreement reached with West Ham, documents are being prepared between the two clubs. Xhaka is waiting on the green light to join Leverkusen. Uh, this article has said, I was told in February that if Declan Rice was leaving West Ham this summer, he was going to Arsenal. He wanted to go to Arsenal. Smash the like button and big up the Twitch gang. I felt that West Ham were frustrated with Arsenal's first few offers. I wonder if this damages relations. Perhaps there was a disappointment knowing that the player had his heart set on going to Arsenal. Of course, I'm sure Arsenal fans were worried when City came in as well. Of course we were, but fortunately, we finally beat City to something. It'd be nice if we could beat them in the Premier League. Again, this is just for you. Look, when you look at his statistics in comparison to... Uh, Partey, Rodri, Casemiro and Caicedo, he actually scores quite high really and truly really, you know, you look at it, he's second only to Rodri for ball recoveries, forward passes he's slightly behind Partey in that regards and he's obviously behind Rodri, he's actually, is he behind Casemiro? Yeah he is 
So, yeah, he ranks all right, really. And to be fair, I'm sure a lot of teams in the Prem, much less Arsenal, would take all of them in their midfield. They're all quality players in their own right, from Caicedo to Casemiro to Rodri to Rice and obviously Thomas Partey. I think it would be crazy to get rid of Partey right now, people. Again, when you look at him in comparison to other midfielders at Arsenal, you can see he ranks quite high for tackles, for passing accuracy, for winning his duels, for interception and, and progressive carries. Now, maybe that's because of West Ham having to do more legwork. Maybe that's because of where he's actually deployed within midfield. But it's nice to see he ranks highly for such. You know, again, we've made several new signings to Arsenal's first team and obviously in terms of renewing deals as well. And we've also, our women's team has obviously signed someone, Alessia Russo. The England striker has joined Arsenal in a free transfer from Man United people. So big up the, the WSL team. Apparently after Timber, Arsenal want another £40 million Dutchman. We've been linked with Jeremy Frimpong. Blin has reported the Premier League Giants intend to sign the right back um, from Leverkusen for £40 million. Second Leverkusen player we've been linked with after, obviously, the RB people. I'm not too sure on the credibility of this. We all know he was a former City player, went to Celtic and now plays his trade for the Dutch national team and in Germany. Good player. more Probably a bit, his champs are a lot more attacking than defensively. And he has been, been linked with Man United, but we'll have to see. And he's the second player that's playing in the, you know, playing in the Bundesliga that we've been linked to. We've been linked with Leipzig's Benjamin Hendricks as well. We've also historically been linked with Cancelo. So maybe a right-back is on the agenda regardless of what's happening. Arsenal considering killing Mbappe move crazy. I'm not even going to give that airtime, people. What is this article? Well, I think that's just in relation to Xhaka's move. It's not loading, though, people. Yeah, so yeah. Bayern Leverkusen close to Xhaka signing from Arsenal. It's nice to see that, you know, one minute we heard it was 15 million quid. Now it's 21 million. So that's good. Partey will also be able to leave the Emirates if an appropriate offer is made, said Sam Dean of the Telegraph. Partey is planning to leave on a permanent basis as he looks to find a club where he can, sorry, Paterno is planning to leave on a permanent basis as he looks to find a club where he can develop by playing regular first team football. Um, you, again, you look at more Declan Rice propaganda. Look where he is for forward passing. Only Bruno Fernandes, who plays in a more advanced position, and Rodri plays for City, rank above him, really. To be fair, Hoiberg ranks quite high. When I watch Spurs, you just pass it sideways and backwards. Stats don't lie, but they might not tell all the all the truth. So we've seen that one. And obviously in the Premier League for possession one, 334 times, people. This is what we need him to do, isn't it? So bring it on. Again, Declan Rice was the only player in Europe's top five leagues to register 30-plus in each of the metrics last season. Interceptions, he made 63, had 55 clearances, 40 take-ons, created 37 chances, isn't a skill set of his, won 37 area rules and had 36 shots. They're just adding stats for no reason. So that could be our midfield free or at least one of the options that we could deploy. Saliba will officially sign a new long-term contract with Arsenal very soon. It's just a matter of time. Agreement sealed one month ago, says Romano. Deal will be until June 2027 with the option of a further season. Um, Arsene Wenger is to get a statue, people. It'll be unveiled on the 3rd of August, people. And he joins, obviously, Thierry Henry, Herbert Chapman, Tony Adams and Burkamp with that long overdue. He's putting it nicely. Should have had that as, as the, the moment he signed for the club. Apparently, in relation to Xhaka, talks are still ongoing over the move, but there is an ex there is no expectation on the transfer falling through for Xhaka, who has said his farewells in North London at the end of last season. Fair play. Uh, Big Up the Beautiful Game podcast. Go and check them out. They've done a se several great interviews with several people. Support them. Several Premier League clubs, including Brighton and Palace, are interested in signing Balogun. Arsenal value the player at around 40 to 50 million. He also has strong interest from Germany, Italy and France. Big him up, really. If he does want to leave, get top money. We're expecting offers... Um, 
for Balogun. He's been valued at 50 million. I don't think we're going to get that unless Premier League teams bid such people. He might be sold one day from the club he goes to for 50 odd million plus, but I don't think we'll let him go. Again, several scholars. I think we've signed 13 first year scholars at under 18 level, including young Ethan Noeri, who's wanted by everybody committing their future. So big him up, people. Allegedly, Lavia wants Arsenal transfer over Liverpool or Chelsea. And we remain in a free horse race. Apparently, you know, we're behind because we're still trying to get over the line with Rice, which we've now seen we're getting over. And we're still contemplating what's going on with Thomas Partey. Check out the other videos. Allegedly, he prefers a move to Arsenal over Liverpool and Chelsea if we can agree a fee with Southampton. Allegedly, there are multiple reasons. Now, this is the same outlet who said we're in for Chouameni and Mbappe. So take of that with a pinch of salt. Shout out my YouTube members, Jay. Appreciate you. Apparently... The offering of the Champions League, the presence of Mikel Arteta and the uh, project of Arsenal and the image of a well-run club have given the Gunners the advantage over their rivals. I mean, to be fair with you, I, if I'm Lavia, I'm listening to what Chelsea have to say, I'm listening to what Liverpool have to say, and I'm also listening to what Arsenal have to say. Three big clubs, three good clubs, really. So we'll have to see. Char uh, Charles Watts has spoken on Thomas Partey, people, and he said, Thomas Partey will hold talks with Arsenal when he returns to London Coley this week as speculation increases over his future. The midfielder flew back to England at the weekend for the start of pre-season and will soon link up with Mikel Arteta's squad ahead of next week's training camp in Germany. And the 30-year-old will seek some clarity over... Um, Arsenal's long-term plans for him with the North London club understood to be open to letting him leave this summer should a suitable offer arrive. Partey has two years left on his contract with the Gunners and despite some reports has never told the club he wants to leave. One of the main reasons the Ghana international left Atletico Madrid for Arsenal in 2020 was to help get the club back into the Champions League. Now he has done that, he would like to rep the Gunners in Europe's elite competition. But with Arsenal's uh, club record £105 million deal for West Ham captain Declan Rice finally edging towards completion, Partey's future has been increasingly called into question. Juventus allegedly are keeping tabs on the midfielder situation as are clubs in Saudi Arabia, but Arsenal are not yet believed to have received any official bids. Arteta is looking to shake up his midfield options this summer. Kai Havertz has already arrived from Chelsea, while Rice's move from West Ham is expected soon to be finalised. Xhaka is set to move on to move on as part of that overhaul with the 20 with a 21.5 million pound deal agreed with Leverkusen so we've kind of seen that Rob Holden is expected to leave Arsenal this summer either on a permanent or a loan which is probably music to some Arsenal fans is um yeah, that's all the scholars. Can't imagine there's anything new in the world of Arsenal, so we'll have to see. Arsenal is still in a strong position, allegedly, to sign Southampton midfielder Lavia, despite Liverpool's push. The player wants to play under Mikel Arteta. Arsenal need to wait on Partey's future, but still want to sign Lavia. There's been growing speculation um, that Liverpool turned their attentions to Lavia. He has admired, but as things stand, they are not uh, pursuing the Belgium defensive midfielder. They do not believe they have a gap to feel currently and they also feel that an asking price of 50 million is far too high for a midfielder sorry for a teenager who has only made 17 more senior appearances in his career than Bajantic and he's right he's been at Southampton for two seconds really and once again Granit Xhaka is close to moving away from the football club we've also been linked with RB Leipzig's Hendricks allegedly we've held talks with his agent according to Sky Germany people um Arteta is said to be a keen admirer of the player who has 10 caps for the German national team. His contract expires next next summer, so the 26-year-old could provide a cheap option for Arsenal, who are primed to spend in excess of 200 million this summer. So we'll have to see that. Let's see what Goal.com's gossip column has said, people. We all know Declan Rice is, is moving. We've spoken on Rice, better yet. We've spoken about Granite. We know Timber and Rice are moving closer to completion. Uh, we've been linked with Mbappe, lol. 
Pablo Marie's left. Pepe spoken already. We've covered that. Arda Galer could be going Real Madrid. So I don't think there's anything different. There's no different names that we haven't been linked with already, people. There's no, apart from Mbappe and Chouameni, if you believe that. But let me know your thoughts and everything we've just gone over, people. Again, smash the like button and comment your thoughts. So yeah, man, that's that. I was airing you lot for a second just to get that out of the way. I don't trust Zinchenko playing a full 90. Do you think we'll sign a centre mid? I mean, technically we signed two with Havertz and, and, and Rice. Hopefully we can get one more. Oh, Nano will be a good signing for United. Big up the New Yorkers. Appreciate you, H. And the Middle East money does hit different. Swap Balogun and Caicedo and pay not more than 50 to 55 million euros would be great. We're going to dominate the league last next season. Let's let's chill, man. I think at this moment in time, we need to keep Thomas Partey. Would like to think Zinni, Benny, Tierney, Timber. In brackets, if he has to be that inverted right back, it makes sense for him to stay, provided he plays the role he thrives and not the inverted. There you have it. I don't think the saga was that long. We're just impatient. There's been worse. The Grealish Sancho took longer. You are right with that. The 6th of August, we're getting our chain back. I heard the Rice Medical is on Friday. I can't wait for the unveiling. With our owners being American and the fact we are keen to grow our fan base over there, it doesn't make sense to sell Balogun harsh, but Eddie has to go. Big up, my G. Great show as always. Big love to all followers. Right back at you. Rice Medical on Thursday, Emirates close for photos. Let's get it done, man. Raw DG United are making moves. Mason is the new number seven. So you lot got Rice now, are you winning the league? I don't know about winning leagues, but we need to fight. DG, our only centre defensive mid now is El Nene, Partey, Xhaka and two are leaving. So we've only got Rice and El Nene. Hopefully that's not the thing, man. Can't lie, I thought Sancho would get the number seven if he didn't have that already. Chiuameni or Caicedo, if I could, and there was a legitimately a, 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 a chance of signing both, I'm going with, with Chiuameni personally. DG, not going to lie, I'd be more upset with Xhaka leaving than Partey. I'd be equally as, as upset because I think people are sleeping on what Partey brings and how he actually helps us in the attacking phase. I think Xhaka, obviously, we all saw what he did last season on the pitch, but off the pitch, the man's an effing leader. So, yeah, I think we all love the way the club's moving. I want to keep Balogun and Patino, but you've only got one career. And, you know, while we're bringing through players, if we want to be competitive and winning Premier Leagues, we're going to lose some. Obviously, City aren't necessarily missing Sancho or Lavia, for example, or anyone else. But this is something that's going to happen, really. You know, for young Charlie Patino being exposed to first team, you on paper right now, you've got Granite Xhaka, Partey, Havertz, uh, Declan Rice, Odegaard, Fabio Vieira, Smith Rowe. El Nene, Jorginho, on paper, Lokonga, you know, there's that's about 10 players who, regardless of what you rate about them, are probably ahead of you in the pecking order. For Balogun, I'm sure he believes in himself and, you know, you're an you're American international now and all that jazz, but you've got Jesus who's just been signed, Eddie signed a new deal, Martinelli, Trossard, Havertz can all play as false nines. You've kind of got a, why I, I believe they want to make make it at the club and we want them to. This is just this is just the natural, you know, evolution of, of, of a football team aspiring to be more competitive. Not every young player can make it here really and truly. And you've got to be selfish, really. What can you do 12 months from now to be a better player than you was at the time of me just saying that comment? Keep Partey and let Lavia grow in that role. I'm on that. It'd be a cold day in hell before Don Perez sells many this early. And it does show intent and commitment. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I don't think we should sell Balogun to any English sides. I prefer outside England. I'm with you with that. Cheeky Harry Kane bid. Them days are gone, man. We have been linked with him. I covered that yesterday. Seen the Galur news. Some unfair stuff to other clubs, fam. Also, what's so, what's so, mate? Not sure what he said there, but pick up yourself. 
why not sell Nketiah and leave Balogun? To be fair with you, I'm on selling both if you're going to bring in a better striker. I would prefer to keep Balogun because I think he's got a higher ceiling. He's done something Eddie Nketiah hasn't in that he scored 20 plus league goals. And I do think he's almost like a shiny new toy. Um, but Eddie has signed a new deal. I think he, I wouldn't say a man's happy about not playing, but seems more acceptant, accepting of the role. Balogun's kind of forcing our hand with his form and with his contract, really. So it all really depends. And what I would say is, you know, the same people that are making out that Balogun's the best thing since sliced bread, with all greatest respect, when he initially struggles, because there is a massive jump from France to the Premier League, are you going to stick with him? And again, I don't doubt Balogun, he's here to stay, but that's his first standout season. I expect him to get 20-odd goals if he's not at the club, but if he doesn't next season, I won't necessarily be surprised, really. And the same people waffling about keeping him, if he stays and he doesn't perform, they're going to be the first to say we should have sold him really for Balogun he needs to show he's arrived this is your first standout season a bit like Xavi Simmons in the Eredivisie make this a minimum he's at the right stage of his career doing the right things he's still young as a striker like Wenger said strikers tend to peak 27-28 you look at Harry Kane you look at um, Jamie Vardy you look at Aubameyang where were they? At them ages there. Kane was on several loans. Abamian was on several loans. You know, Jamie Vardy was in a car park probably back in beer and, and, and you know, putting snuffs in his mouth and that. So you got to take time with it. But as long as, you know, our academy, the main goal is to produce players for the first team. If you can't do that, sell to reinvest. Not everyone can make it here. You know, a couple of years, there'll be a next one. DG, you're going to run the I don't check the league table thing again this season. I Listen, I don't check the league table. Political DG will be back out when the time's right. To be fair, I think Saliba and Reese are done in it. Not done until they're holding shirts, but it appears it's done. The thing is, if we sell Balogun this summer, for sure we'll sell Eddie next summer because he'll want more football. It's up to Eddie, really. But you must, you're not an idiot. You know that you're not really going to be certain like that until there's injuries and you get your little minutes off the bench and that. You know, you'll get your little, you know, scoring the winner against United. You know, you did quite well to, to deputise for Jesus. You can't be an idiot, really. Surely we're looking at a striker because we've got 80 odd goals. Within the next 12 months, if we want to get 100 league goals, we need to... Hopefully, Jesus could prove it, but we need someone that's born to score goals. I like Jesus. I don't know if he's born to score goals. I'm not saying Balogun's better than him, but Balogun was born to do that. I don't think Jesus is. And I think we need someone who can do that. Or a more physical man. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. I'm a one-goal wonder. Imagine someone commented like, oh, stop you, stop, stop showing your goal in the in, in the intro, man. Like It's not going to give you more credibility. It's like, damn, we're just running jokes. It's just a Sunday league strike. Some people are weird on the net, man. You can't turn that down. But what I would say in in football nowadays, I'm not saying don't 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 join these big clubs because for you know it, it, the worst thing is you just have to leave. Odegaard, you can't really turn down Real Madrid, and the worst that happens is it doesn't work out. It don't work out. You leave. You find a home like Arsenal or anywhere else. The world keeps spinning. Nobody died in it. But I do think in the modern day, there's too much of a rush to join a big club where. The things that you're praised for at Fenerbahce and Gola's case, people are not going to praise you at Real Madrid. You know, players that are in the finished article kind of struggle. You know, Vinicius initially struggled at Real Madrid. Camavinga, the same. Doesn't surprise me too many. When you look at Haaland, you know, took his time before obviously getting to where he's at now. Bellingham took his time. Neymar, to the point where Neymar was... was um, What was it? I swear Neymar was in... He actually got nominated while in Brazil for the Ballon d'Or. I just think nowadays you play one good game, you play 20 times in the league, you're the bee's knees. You know, when you look at it, Caicedo's a great player, but for 100 odd million, you know, this is the, the the industry, like I said, he's only played 40 odd times for Brighton. You know, Lavia's been two minutes at Southampton. Look at the fees. 
Now, I can't blame these clubs for wanting it because there's money. Everybody knows the Prem teams have money and things. So I can't blame them, but I just think there's too much of a rush. I think there's something to be said for stability. If these clubs come calling once, they'll come calling again. Guler's lit. Hopefully, goes Madrid, don't work out. He follows Ozil, Odegaard in the playmakers that come here. Laka scored hella goals last year, but we saw what he was doing in the Prem. The exchange rate is questionable. It's hella, it's hella questionable. Forget the goals. Lacazette is moving like you saying, but when you seen that brother move that quick? Balogun is publicly saying he wants first-team football. Sell him now, cash in now. I can't blame him for saying that. I don't think he's wrong for saying that. Bless up, DG. Sell both and go for Vlahovic. Seems like the Vlahovic boat is gone, man. Eddie and Ketty's biggest problem is he doesn't score goals off the bench and that's his role right now. It's difficult, though, as he said, to impact the game in two or so minutes. I like Eddie. But if there are certain offers we can't turn down, if he wants to leave, go and do it. I would say, how would people be looking at things if we kept Balogun last summer and Eddie and Ketty did exactly what he did? What would be a good seat? What would be a good season for Balogun this season if he stays and Eddie leaves? To get as much first team football as, as you can and play as many games and potentially start as many games and make yourself like have a role of importance within the team, essentially. Jesus himself said he's more of an all-round striker than rather born to score. That's great, but put the ball in the net, man. Still think we need a lethal striker like Latoura Martinez. Is he really lethal? I like Latoura, but is he? would you really describe him as lethal? Would you really describe him as someone that really thrives as a lone striker? Pure haters run them deep. Bro, it's calm, man. It's it, bro. Bro, he's like, we all scored Sunday league goals. Other than Bellingham uh, that left as a 19-year-old. But yet he done his thing at Birmingham. Realistically, when Jude Bellingham came through, respectfully to Birmingham, you know, he came through at like 16, right? Him being a great player, do we honestly believe probably from the ages of 13, etc., the bigger Premier League teams or the bigger clubs in England weren't looking to bring him in? You know, he turned down Man United. I'm not here to praise Man United, but that's a big club. They brought out Alex Ferguson, all this to go to Dortmund because that was the next progression. Learned his trade at Dortmund, took his time with his next move. Now he reckons he's ready for Real Madrid. And I'm not saying he hasn't been met with adversity, adversity but now he's going to be met with some adversity in his career. <laughs> uh, you lot are harsh with the Lacazette slander. I don't know about Latoura Martinez being 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 lethal and clinical and things. I like him a lot. I don't know about being clinical. And we have obviously had an interest in Latoura Martinez because we were previously linked with him. I'd open him, welcome him with open arms, but I'd be a hypocrite if I'm saying we need someone born to score goals. And I know he's he he had a um a healthy, a healthy, uh, um, a healthy sort of scoring record, but he's not that, is he? He's really, really not that. So we'll have to see what's going on, really. But hopefully we get over the line with Timber and all of these things. Again, if you've got any small hope for Caicedo, that one there looks like he's gone. Chelsea and Brighton are working on Caicedo. Deal says Romano. Negotiations are by direct talks club to club, as revealed last week. Caicedo said yes to Chelsea months ago. Deal up to the club talks on. Quiet in public, but concrete behind the scenes. It still takes time. Months ago. Obviously, we bid it in January and he came out and gave an interview. So, again, this is it. When you see, as I always say, when you see deals in the summer, you know, the bulk of them have probably been tied up it from, from seven, eight months ago. I would love Ivan Tony, really. How far can Arsenal go in the Champions League? I don't know. I hope we can go all the way, doing what Benfica and Inter and them teams were doing in the latter stage of the champs. But as a minimum, we need to get into the last 16 for me. If we fit a pure striker, could be the rest of the team score less as a collective. But as long as we're scoring enough goals, it is what it is. And I don't think that would be the case because, you know, well, maybe with City, but Haaland, as, as an ignorant non-City fan, Haaland scoring bare goals at City. 
I know the penalty takers are probably vexed, but he ain't stopped everyone else from chipping in. It's a bit like one of the, not that, but it's a bit like one of the comments I saw on my channel. Like someone was like, oh, I wouldn't bring in Kylian Mbappe. He would disrupt stuff. I'm sorry, but <laughs> really, really fair enough though. Should we actually see on Google if there's anything else? Be nice for the media to just, just so we have something else to talk about. Lie to us, man. Tell us Mbappe's in London for a medical or something. Um, I, I, my guess is I'm pretty sure because they'll probably be struggling in the next couple of days slash next week. Um, I think we'll see Moose the RB links again, if I'm completely honest with you. Do you trust Havertz to deputise for Jesus? Nope. you got to do the midfield thing. Any move for Cancelo? We've been linked with him again, but it doesn't seem like there's credibility. The Vla If the Vlavic ship has sailed, go big for Ivan Tony or Osman. Pardon me, considering we spent over 200 odd million the season Napoli had, the fact that he's tied on the contract for an okay amount of time. Napoli are historically difficult people to do business with, the, the striker market, and obviously us not really showing our hand, but showing our hand with 105 million for Declan Rice, 60s to 70 odd for Havarts and whatnot. They know we got money, probably not going to happen. Anything's possible, anything in life's possible, but the percentages. I, listen. I would love to be wrong and see Mbappe wake up one day and say, oh, Arsenal's my dream. I want to be the next Thierry Henry. But the man's going Real Madrid, man. He's going Real Madrid. It's, it's, it's over. Twitch gang, 4.30. We will be playing Football Manager, by the way. So make sure you're following on such. Big up the Twitchy ones as well. So, yeah, man. It looks like it's getting a bit rosier for Arsenal. We've we've got our votes. Hopefully, Timber and Rice are confirmed. And then we're laughing, people. With that being said, though, appreciate you lot for tuning in. You know, again, I'll get the timestamps put in the video for you. Check out the rest of my other content, any other emerging news and things. As you would have seen with the video last night, I'll get them out. Appreciate you lot for incorpor incorporating me into your day, supporting the content, engaging, etc. It genuinely is a pleasure, you know, and I appreciate it, man. And yeah, I'll see you lot. And I see you lot. In fact, last question, would you take... I want to go have my di uh, man said dinner, lunch. My belly is talking to me now. Would you take Caicedo or Lavio? You see, I like Lavio a lot, you know. I like Lavio. But I'd say Caicedo because I think he would Im kind of impact us more instantly. I think Lavio would have to kind of, obviously he's played in the Prem, but he's only got one Premier League season under his belt. belt. I think we'd have to groom him into the role. The occasional game, you get your start, you get your appearances off the bench, and then we take it from there. I think Caicedo immediately impacts our midfield, challenges, pressure for spots, and takes us up a another level, really. But that's no disrespect to Lavio. You know, if he was offering me both, I actually think Lavio's got a bit more of the, the the final third stuff in his game than Caicedo, but I'd take, I'd take Caicedo. I love the men's mentality. Shout out to Polish Tugs as well, man. Again, Rice is scheduled for his medical. It doesn't appear that it's done yet, man. But yeah, man, on that note, how much, sorry, you know, I can't let, I can't leave you lot hanging. Riley, I'll see you at FM. How much do you rate Osman Car? I don't rate him like that. I think he's a good striker. I actually rate him a lot. I rate him quite highly, but these over 100 million shouts, it's a madness. But then again, the striker market is rubbish at this moment in time. Unless you're going to find Osman when he's at Lille. I know he's not a striker, but Rafa Liao when he's at Lille. You find him Vlahovic when he's before he ended up at Fiorentina and so on and so forth. It is what it is. What I would say is we've come a long way from being linked with... I like Ollie Watkins, so I won't do him dirty. But Ollie Watkins, uh, you know, uh, who else was there? Calvert-Lewin and these kind of guys. Even that, Ivan Tony, you know, he's doing his thing at Brentford. 
But them kind of guys you might have to go and get when they're at Peterborough and whatnot. And maybe Arsenal can't necessarily afford for potential. Maybe we need to wait for them to show and prove. But yeah, man, if you're on Twitch, one love, make sure you're following. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. It's been a pleasure, people. You know, it's been just short of 90 minutes and I'll be back again before you know it. Check out the rest of the content. I will cut up clips from this stream and all of that sort of stuff to condense it for you lot. I'm out. Like